What's going on? This is the Fired Up Pro Wrestling Podcast, part of the Fired Up Podcast Network, and I, as always, am your host, Dan Soden. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of this week in pro wrestling, let me talk to you about the Daily Smarket. These guys provide a single location to look and see what's going on with pro wrestling from news to highlights to even curating your own podcast feed. Make sure to download the app and follow them on Twitter at The Daily Smark. Since I have you, I'm not going to hold you too long. I just want to get all the plugs in out of the way before we start talking about things. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at 3SecTan. Follow the podcast network at Fired Up Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, which is a travesty in its own, follow me at Daniel Soden. Now let's get into some of the outside of the ring stuff. Uh, according to PW Insider, WWE has been shopping their documentaries around to other platforms. Uh, personally, I would think Peacock would be the platform for this. It makes the most sense. But it's... It seems WWE wants to expand its reach. WWE also filed a trademark for Zion Quinn uh, for his new nickname, the Samoan Ghost. Not bad. Uh, AEW has officially announced the John Huber Legacy Foundation. The announcement came the same day that AEW hosted Dynamite from Huber's hometown of Rochester, New York. The foundation will focus on providing support to people in creative fields who haven't been able to take the next step due to family obligations. The foundation will announce the first round of applicants in early 2020. I mean 2022. Sorry. Uh, Alexa Bliss, according to PW Insider, is scheduled to be taking time off of TV. She's getting uh, sinus surgery. Um, reports also say she'll be gone a few months as they look to uh, change her character up a bit. Um, it looks like she'll be sh- shying away from the Bray Wyatt um, lore. Uh, Randy Orton is also missing some time. Uh, he was labeled as not cleared to perform currently. No word on when he will be back. Uh, Kira Hogan has officially signed with AEW. Uh, along with her, Leo Rush seems to have put his retirement on pause and signed with the company as well. Rush debuted on Dynamite this week in a promo package. Uh, former WWE superstar Ryan Sakota uh, unfortunately passed away at age 46 this week. Sakota was best known for being one of Tajiri's henchmen alongside Jimmy Yang. He was. Uh, he also worked for uh, the short-lived MTV promotion Wrestling Society X and NWA Zero One, as well as Jimmy Hart's XWF. Uh, AEW announced Full Gear will take place at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Rampage will also be coming uh, from there that Friday. The pay-per-view is on Saturday, November 13th. When we get back... We'll be talking AEW, WWE, we had a pay-per-view, we had some good shows, guys. Stay tuned. And we're back. Okay, Rampage was the second half of the Grand Slam show. Uh, Things opened up with Powerhouse Hobbs versus CM Punk. Uh, Hobbs taking a bad land on his head for a Hurricane Rana. That was probably the only really mess up in this entire match. Uh, Hobbs runs into Hook and then go to sleep for a punk win. It was a pretty solid opener overall. Uh, we got a Jade, um, Thunder Rosa, and Nyla Rose three-way promo uh, selling their match for next week. Uh, Young Bucks and Cole versus Jurassic Express and Christian. Uh, Super Click pick up the win in a, you know, 
a fine match. No complaints here. Uh, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager versus Men of the Year. Uh, Scorpio Sky picks up the win here. Uh, Jake Hager and uh, Jericho go to attack Dan Lambert. And then America Top Team make their way out and beat uh, Jericho and Hager's asses. <laughs> um, uh, Hardy Front Office versus Proud and Powerful and Lucha Bros. Uh, Orange Cassidy comes out uh, about halfway out. Um, hits Jack Evans with a KO punch. Uh, Proud and Powerful and the Lucha Bros pick up the win. This was a really good eight-man tag. Um, Matt Hardy challenges Arn Cassidy to a hair versus hair match, but offered up Jack Evans instead of himself. Uh, it was accepted. Sammy and uh, Fuego are out. Uh, they get jumped by Miro. A little beatdown. We get an Andrade promo here. Um, this is followed up by Penelope Ford versus, versus Anna J. Uh, Bunny gives Ford breasts uh, Nux and KOs uh, Anna J for the win. Take Conti eventually comes out, and Take Conti came out to make the save. Um, eventually, you know, Orange Cassidy, Statlander, Dark Order—they all came out. It became your typical AEW kind of clusterfuck at the end. The main event was Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki versus Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Overall, good street fight. Way to send it home. The crowd home happy. Homicide made his debut and gave the assist to Mox and Kingston. Real nice ending for a New York City show. Moving on to Dynamite now. Uh, we get a little Brody uh, Brody Lee tribute in the beginning. CM Punk comes out for commentary. He does his rounds around the ring. Uh, first match is Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. This was a fun match. I think Jungle Boy has come a long way, and this match really showed it off. Both guys looked uh, great. After the match, we see the Elite come out. We get an elite promo. Uh, Kenny is calling out Brian Danielson. Um, Brian Danielson comes out. Jurassic Express, Kazarian, Christian, they all come up as backup for him. Um, and then the elite bounce. Uh, I do want to point out Don Callis was noticeably missing during all of this, and they didn't mention his name once. Uh, we get a Lucha Bros promo. Uh, Andrade interrupts, challenges them for the AAA tag team titles, uh, kind of leaves who his partner is going to be up in the air. This could be room for them to bring someone new in or bring Chavo back into the picture since Ric Flair is obviously not being used at this time. We get um, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel versus Cody and Lee Johnson. This was a fine match. It was There's nothing really to it. Lee Johnson picks up the win after he tagged himself into the match. The match itself is kind of forgettable because Arn Anderson, double A himself, was like, I've got one left in the chamber. And that man put put his fingers up to Cody's head and was talking about blowing brains out on network television. Arn fucking Anderson. I don't even really remember what happened in the match because of that promo. Uh, I looked at my notes, and I was still like, I remember Lee tagging himself in. But Arn Anderson is all I remember. You know what? Arn Anderson is really all I remember from most of the night because that promo had me dying. Uh, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard it, make sure you go on YouTube and check it out. All you have to type in is Arn Anderson. First thing that pops up on YouTube is Arn Anderson Glock, and that's all you need to know. It was amazing. Somehow... They followed up that promo with the Darby Allen, John Moxley, and Eddie Kingston match versus Anthony Green, who is debuting, and Bear County, 
or country. Uh, Mox picks up the win after after match. Kingston grabs a, a Brody Lee sign and uh, tosses Anthony Green to Sting for a, a Stinger death drop. Um, the match itself was whatever. It was just definitely to get those guys out there. Uh, nothing to uh, you know really recant on. Uh, we get a Britt Baker, Ruby Soho back and forth promo. I am assuming the feud isn't done yet. Um, I'm not sure what Ruby really goes to after Britt anyway, so it's probably good that the feud isn't done with. We get the Brody Lee tribute match. Uh, Dark Order with Orange Cassidy versus the Hardy Front Office. Uh, it was, you know, a bit of a clusterfuck, as you would imagine, with such a big match, but they really did end up pulling it together. The Dark Order's infighting was ended when Negative One and Amanda, Brody's wife, comes out. Um, Negative One throws the papers at Evil Uno, and Amanda kind of, uh, you know, puts them together again and uh, has them go in there, and they defeat the Hardy Front Office. Um, after that, we saw a promo from Leah Rush, who, as you heard in the beginning of the show, is back in wrestling full-time, it seems. He, he cut a, uh, a pretty interesting promo. I'm sure the character itself will be uh, a little different than what it's been in the past. We get an FTR promo that was pretty solid. We get a Dan Lambert promo that had to exist. And then we get a uh, Sheeta and Serena Deeb promo. Their match is going to be at Dynamite. It's going to be for Sheeta's 50th win, which is pretty impressive. I like her new look, too. Uh, I haven't seen much of it because I often don't check out Dark that much. Uh, Penelope Ford and the Bunny versus Tay Conti and Anna Jay. Uh, I like that both teams have matching gear now since they seem to be tagging regularly. Uh, this match was better than expected. Anna Jay gets the win. Negative one comes out to celebrate with them. Uh, we get another promo from Jade, Naya, and Thunder Rosa. Pretty similar to the last week one. We get a MGF promo that was the absolute shit. It was just YouTube comment central. Darby Allen interrupts and he gives us his best daytime soap opera performance. I just, uh, whatever. I'm not sure why MJF has been so mid on the mic as he has been, but it's really just not entertaining right now. <sighs> the main event was Sammy Guevara versus Miro for the ZNT title. Uh, the match was fine. Uh, unexpected win for Sammy Guevara here. He won the TNT title from Miro. To me personally, the ending just felt flat. They built Miro up to be like this undestructible monster. I thought it was for the Kip Saban return. Like he was going to get the win off of Miro for revenge and then eventually drop the title probably pretty quickly to someone like Adam Cole. I guess they're doing this with Sammy instead. I don't see him holding the title for super long. I also don't see the big deal about Sammy Guevara. In ring, he's fine. The total package just doesn't click with me. But nevertheless, they put the title on him, and next week he will be facing Bobby Fish, which should be a real barn burner. Um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that at all. But when we return, what I am looking forward to is we're going to be talking WWE. We got Extreme Rules, which wasn't that extreme. We got SmackDown, Raw, and NXT 2.0. So uh, stay tuned, guys. <laughs> All right, we're going to start things differently a little bit this week. Instead of starting with SmackDown and working our way to it, we're going to start with NXT 2.0. Uh, we see Hit Row come out first. 
they kind of do a little bit of a rundown for the show leading into the BFAB versus Electra Lopez match. It's no DQ. The stipulation allows these two ladies to kind of work within their means. There were some miscues. There were some is, but eventually, you know, they pulled it together. It really helped them out overall, I would say. Uh, Electra Lopez picks up the win. Um, and like I said, it was an all right match. This is, like we, it's been said a thousand times, this is developmental, and they definitely were learning on the job. Uh, we get uh, an, an index honeymoon segment. Uh, throughout the night, I think we got two of them. Both made me laugh. Both were enjoyable. Uh, I'm curious where they take it now um joe gacy comes out and cuts a promo i'm not sure i'm not sure really what the goal is um with this overall gacy's a good performer i just feel like they had him go out there and just say a bunch of words that didn't really add up to much uh zion quinn versus oni larkin it looks like oni larkin is now on jobber status in wwe uh zion picks up a quick win here a good showcase for uh quinn who now is nicknamed the samoan ghost yep anyway uh we get a grayson waller promo for his match later on in the night versus roderick strong decent enough uh msk is in the ring giving an interview grizzled young vets come out they talk their shit. Carmelo and Trick Williams come out. They talk their shit. By the way, Carmelo and Trick Williams give them the tag team titles. Throw MSK on the main show. Give these boys the tag team titles. Uh, Briggs and Jensen come out. And uh, I found out they're not heels by the match that was booked later on. To my surprise, uh, it really was shocking. Uh, eventually, all four teams uh, kind of have a little bit of a brawl with MSK coming out on top. Next week, it'll be a eight-man tag. MSK and Briggs and Jensen versus Carmelo and Trick and Grizzled Young Vets. That should be a decent enough match. We get Toxic Attraction versus Io and Zoe. Going into this, I could have swore they were dropping the tag team titles here. Io and Zoe got the jobber entrance. Um, EO, I imagine, is getting called up, so they'll probably be dropping the title sooner rather than later. Uh, it was a solid adding from all, all, all the ladies, uh, but really is ready for EO to move on. Uh, Braun Breaker cuts a promo, and if you need a friend, get a dog. My man is... I am too hyped for this individual. I was disappointed he wasn't on the show itself, but I guess that means they're doing a good thing there. We got a Ciampa promo kind of answering Breaker's promo. They're definitely leading up to that. I'm not sure if they get Braun the belt, but I'm okay with it. Uh, Andre Chase versus Boa. Uh, this was a fun match. Uh, Mei Ying sprays some kind of smoke mist in Chase's face, and Boa picks up the win. We see Grayson Waller versus uh Roderick Strong. Roddy eventually retains. The match was good. It was definitely a nice showcase for Waller. He sneak attacked uh, Roderick Strong um, while he was waiting for him to make his entrance. Wearing uh, interesting gear. I don't know if he always has kind of dressed up like a boxer, but uh, it was, you know, I expected more of like a surfer kind of uh, look for him. L.A. Knight promo about uh, Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones interrupts. We see Chase coming through, distracts Odyssey Jones. L.A. Knight attacks Odyssey Jones, lays him out. Decent enough segment. Odyssey Jones, L.A. Knight next week. I'm sure that they'll continue the Chase Odyssey Jones little feud as well. We see a Cora Jade Trey Baxter segment. I could do without Budget Murphy, but it's obviously leading to somewhere. I'm not sure where. 
Corey Jade seems to be wrestling more on 205 uh, Live than anywhere else. Lashing out with Lash Legend is a Wendy Williams-esque talk show segment. I thought it was going to be in the ring. It's taped. It wasn't bad. It definitely needs a little bit of work, though. We see Ridge Holland versus Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly comes out during their entrance and beats up both Ridge Holland and Pete Dunne. Uh, the match itself was fine. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly wins with a Dunn distraction. Uh, after the match, they attack Kyle O'Reilly, and Von Wagner makes his debut, uh, not his debut, makes the save. Von Wagner really looks like someone was drawing edge from memory, and it makes me laugh every time. We see a Tony D'Angelo uh, vignette. He's coming next week. I cannot wait to see what this man is bringing to the table. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Frankie Monet. It was a fine enough match. Uh, I'm not really, like I probably said countless times on the podcast, I'm not a Raquel Gonzalez fan. I don't think she really brings much to the table. Frankie Monet looked pretty good. After the match, Toxic Attraction comes out, destroys the little fashion club that they had, Robert Stone, Jessica May, and Frankie Monet. And then afterwards, they go after Raquel. It looks like... Mandy Rose is going to go for the title, which I'm fine with. Give the female tag team titles, the female tag team titles, give the women's tag team titles to Gigi and JC, and give the give the NXT women's title to Mandy Rose. Let's see what she's got. She dyed her hair brown for nothing. I mean, come on, guys. Now it's uh, now it's time for SmackDown. So this SmackDown is the go home show for Extreme Rules. We see Becky Lynch out first. She talks for a bit. Talking that, uh, you know, that smack uh, about Bianca before Bianca eventually comes out. Becky uh, attacks first, but Bianca nails the KOD and leaves Becky in the ring. Uh, we get a Nakamura Boogs, Tony Storm backstage uh, walking segment. Uh, oddly enough, Tony Storm was not out in the ring uh, for the match. It's uh, Apollo Cruz versus Nakamura for the Intercontinental title. We get a picture in picture promo for Cruz and Aziz. Uh, Boogs launches Aziz. Nam, Nakamura retains. It was a solid, solid match. It's kind of forgettable. I'm not going to lie. Montez Ford interviews with Kayla Braxton. Uh, he's alone tonight. Uh, our boy Angelo Dawkins is at a wedding. Ford calls the Usos bloodline bitches, which got a little bit of a laugh from me and the rest of the world, it seems. Roman backstage with Heyman is not too keen on this, takes offense to Ford's comments, and demands a match with the man tonight. Uh, Heyman is backstage with Sonya Deville and Adam uh, Pierce. Heyman's requesting the match. Pierce kind of makes some slide comments about the draft and Brock Lesnar. We get the match. Seth Rollins uh, cuts another promo on Edge. Later in the night, Edge tweets he'll be at SmackDown next week, which will be night one of the draft. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Selena Vega. Carmella comes out to join the commentary team. She's laid up all across the desk. You can see Pat McAfee's drool just dripping right off. Uh, after uh, Liv um, hit the same move, she hurt Carmella's nose with. Carmella starts getting, you know, all feisty, gets up there, gives the distraction, and Zelina Vega picks up the win. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, her first win since coming back. The lights are on, and now she's got a win. Happy Corbin. We get a little video package about our man. Uh, introducing a new talk show called Happy Talk. Um, Kevin Owens comes out to shut up Corbin, but is sideswiped by Riddick Moss, who I was shocked is still with the company. Uh, Riddick and uh, Corbin then double-team KO and uh, give him a choke slam on the uh, steel steps. B- 
basically it looks like KO is going through his uh, farewell tour. Um, we're going to love you in AEW, buddy. Uh, Montez Ford interview again. I thought this one was weird. They ask if he wants to take it back his comments. He says, eh, eh, and that's that. Uh, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley are here, the new female tag. I keep saying female. The new women's tag team champions. It's going to be Nikki versus Natty. Nikki picks up the win. After the match, Shotzi and Tegan come out in the tank and shoot their missile at them. I'm assuming this is them setting up the challenge for the tag team titles since it seems like Shotzi and Tegan should have got the match before these ladies. But but anyway, I digress. Uh, a Mysterio segment. Dom tells Ray he's smothering him and he's kind of tired of it. Ray gets upset by this and storms off. Enter Sami Zayn. He comes in and tells Dom how good he is, how great he can be. He just needs to stop listening to his dad and start trusting his instincts. It's clear cut what they're doing here, but it'll probably work. Uh, Naomi comes out, cuts a promo, demands a match right now. We get Sonya Deville coming out and tells her it ain't happening. Get out of her ring. Naomi challenges Sonya to a match. She shuts that down pretty quickly. Sonya then cuts Naomi's audio on her mic and has security escort her out of the ring. Uh, I'm assuming this is leading up to a Sonya-Naomi match. I'm not sure when that will be. Uh, Bloodline headed to the ring. Uh, kind of uh, runs into Otis and uh, Chad Gable. And they have a little bit of a stare-off with the Usos. I see this being the next tag team program after the Street Profits. I'm not a, uh, a a prophecy or anything myself, but it just seems the way it's going. Becky Lynch promo about Bianca. This one was much better than earlier in the night. It added a nice little layer to it. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Montez Ford was just some good some good shit. Roman picks up the win, of course. Paul jumps on the mic and tells Roman he needs to beat that man more. Usos come out, and they start beating Ford up. He's alone. Who's going to be there to save him? They put his ass through a table. Lights go out. We see Finn Balor, full demon gear. Yeah, I know. And he appears on the top of a turnbuckle, and he just crossbodies them and goes off on them. And the show ends with Balor on top in full demon gear. It it was what it was. I am not a demon fan, and I've probably said that a few times already. Now it's time for Extreme Rules. The Liv Morgan vs. Carmella match got pushed to the pre-show. You know, nothing to go back and rewatch. Liv Morgan picks up the win. I say surprisingly that I'm sure this will start something for her because they constantly are stop and go with the poor Liv Morgan. Uh, the match that caused them to push the Liv Morgan-Carmella match back, uh, New Day versus AJ, Almost and Bobby Lashley. I thought this was a really good six-man tag. One of the bright spots on the pay-per-view. Everyone looked good. Everything was really nice. Uh, we see the Street Profits versus the Usos. My match of the night. Um, this was for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. This was a pretty fun match. Uh, I would love to see these guys again. Uh, maybe throw a stipulation on that one. Usos pick up the win. Charlotte Flair, ah, Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss. Decent match with Flair using Lily to distract Alexa to get the win. Uh, Post-match, we saw uh, an attack on Alexa Bliss. Flair starts ripping apart Lily. Bliss attacks Flair going after her, but Flair gets the upper hand. At the end of it all, we heard a thank you, Lily chant. Rumor is this is the end of the supernatural shit with uh, Alexa Bliss. Paul Heyman and Kayla backstage interview about later on. Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus versus Damian Priest for the U.S. title match. Decent enough triple threat. 
Priest wins after a pretty solid finishing sequence. Uh, Biggie promo on Bobby Lashley, really good shit. Uh, Bianca versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Title. Good match at the end when Bianca was going for the win. We saw Sasha return and cause a DQ. She had, Sasha attacked both Becky and Bianca. I really thought the ending kind of sucked. I'm not looking forward to a, a triple threat feud for the SmackDown Women's Title. I thought they could have did without Sasha coming in here. Maybe do it at a later date. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Finally, the main event is Roman versus the Demon quote-unquote uh it was a fine match um they had the usos kind of come in and make a save for roman during the match they took down finn um everyone was like laid out and then they turned the lights red the smoke machine came back on they started playing the music and finn started humping the ground this i guess brought him back to life i i don't know um the finish saw the top rope break with Finn on top of it. He falls. Roman hits a spear for the win. The finishing was absolutely fucking garbage. Um, it was just not anything worthwhile. The pay-per-view itself was lackluster. For something called Extreme Rules, there wasn't much extreme. There wasn't. Uh, they could have made a table match in there. They could have made another note in DQ, something. They could have added a little bit if they're going to continue with these generic kind of uh pay-per-views uh raw raw was really really good this week uh it opened up with Big E versus bobby lashley for the wwe title the match was really enjoyable i thought the finish was whatever glad to see the hurt business back together but would have liked an honest finish to the match although what came from it was worth it pierce comes out and announces they will fight again tonight but now it'll be inside a steel cage I like that stipulation. I like the idea of this match. We see Eric with Ivar versus Angel Garza with Humberto. We get a promo from the Handsome Cousins beforehand. These guys are fun. I love this tag team. I'd like to see them kind of actually get a run, but who knows? I think SmackDown might be the better suited place for them. Angel wins with a distraction from Humberto. The end where he like kind of slides Angel onto the uh, guardrail was kind of cool. Uh, Reggie versus Ricochet. They're starting to give the 24-7 title honest matches, which is not really what we signed up for. But Reggie versus Ricochet had a lot of flips. It had a lot of flips, that's for sure. Uh, Drake Maverick, uh, his little crew was ringside. Eventually, they uh, they attack Reggie and Ricochet. Gulak and Truth focus on Ricochet while they let Reggie, quote-unquote, escape. But Tazawa comes to get him from backstage. Reggie, unfortunately, gets the best of him. Uh, it's curious. I'm curious where this is going. I like the Drake Maverick call-up without being a call-up. Uh, we see a Riddle interview uh, talking about Randy being uh, MIA, uh, Styles and almost interrupt and just stare at Riddle. Uh, Tazawa was still in the ring, kind of demanding a match now, so he gets the treat of Keith Bearcat Lee. Uh, this is a squash match. Uh, I would also, maybe this is just a personal preference, would prefer it to be Bearcat Keith Lee, but that's just me. I won't get nitpicky. Damian Priest versus Sheamus in a no DQ match for the U.S. title. This match would have been much better last night, or Sunday night, I should say. Uh, Priest retains in a match. Um, it really should have been on the pay-per-view. I don't know why they felt needed to throw Jeff Hardy into it, but they did. It kind of watered down the, the ending of the feud, if you will, with them. 
Obviously, I feel like Seamus is or Priest is getting switched over to another brand. We get a New Day promo. Big E versus Bobby Hype. This was incredible. This was a really good promo. Honestly, Big E and Bobby have both been delivering on the promo aspect uh, as of late. Uh, Mansoor, Ali, and Jeff Hardy versus Jinder, Veer, and Shanky. We get promos from both teams. Veer picks up the win. Interesting to see where they go with those guys. I have a feeling they might break up Veer and Shanky from Jinder, but I'm not too sure. We get a Karrion Cross promo. That was whatever. Karrion Cross versus Jackson Riker. Uh, the January 6th Bowl, if you will. Uh, Cross has some interesting shit talk uh, to Riker. It, the match sucked. Everything sucks when it comes to these two, actually. Dewdrop is in uh, Pierce and Sonya's office. Uh, Sonya drops a reference to Naomi for SmackDown. Uh, they grant Dewdrop her match versus Charlotte Flair tonight for the title. I thought it was interesting how they just graciously gave Dewdrop a match. Sonya was all about it, but still hesitant to give Naomi her just due. Uh, Bobby cuts a promo about Big E. Personally, I thought the Hurt Business should have been with him for this one, but they were not. Riddle versus Styles. I feel like we've been getting uh, some combination of Randy Orton, Riddle, Styles for like the last two months. It was on par with everything we've seen. It was a really good match. Uh, post-match, we see almost do a little bit of a beatdown on Riddle. Uh, Shayna Baszler has an interview where she says nothing. She just stares kind of awkwardly. Um, Flair versus Dewdrop. Eva Marie comes out for the distraction, gives Flair the chance she needs to pick up the win. Afterwards, Eva Marie is talking shit to Dewdrop. Flair turns around and clotheslines her. We get a Goldberg promo on Bobby Lashley, so it seems like... The Saudi show will still see Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. Eva Marie still in the ring, cutting a promo saying she could beat anyone backstage. They all are jealous of her. Out comes Shannon Baszler. Baszler destroys Eva's arm, just like she did Nia Jax the week before. We get a super brutality promo. It's fine, fun, you know, jolly. And now the main event, Big E versus Bobby Lashley, Steel Cage, WWE title match. Really, really good match. Probably the best match WWE had this week. Big E ween, wins with a second rope. Big ending. Just incredible overall match. We saw her business come out. We saw New Day come out. It was done nice. It was done well. After the match, Drew comes out and points his sword at Big E. I'm assuming this is a challenge for the title. We'll see where it goes. Drew McIntyre has been rumored to be heading to SmackDown in the draft. That was the week in uh, pro wrestling, guys. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, Stay safe and uh, see you back here next week.